Welcome to Health Media Now with award-winning author and host, Denise Messenger, for a lifetime of health empowerment. Live by being in the pink, meaning P stands for being persistent, I stands for using your intuition, N stands for networking, and K stands for obtaining knowledge. Our guests entertain and share cutting-edge information. They share with you what may have taken years to achieve through experience in their field. Become inspired and motivated. Reach your full potential with fascinating tips and products. Receive a lifetime of benefits from authors, doctors, practitioners, healthcare providers, and learn about exciting new products. You ask for it, and we deliver. Now, here's your host, Denise Messenger. Well, hello, listeners. Thank you so much for joining us today, which is November 15th, 2017. We're very privileged to have on our show Dr. James LaVallee. I hope I'm pronouncing his name correctly. And um, (laughs) a little of his background is he's a nationally recognized clinical pharmacist, an author. He's a board-certified clinical nutritionist. He also founded Metabolic Code Enterprises, Inc., which is a web platform, and, a, and he practices solution enterprises. He founded practices at Progressive Medical Center in Orange County, and he also founded the La, La Vallee Metabolic Institute. He has a lot of experience integrating natural therapies into various medical and business models. So today we're going to be talking about natural remedies for colds and the flu, and we'll probably get into some of his um, books that he's written in the past as well. I want to welcome you now, Dr. James. <laughs> How you doing? Can you hear? You can hear me? I can hear you great. I can. Okay. Okay. Wonderful. Wonderful. I'd like to start the show out by um, asking you, how did you get on the path that you're on? When did it all start? Well, you know, I, I turned 57 in the summer, and I started being interested in natural therapies when I was 14 years old, when I was weightlifting to play football. My cousins were importing natural products from Germany and selling them to physicians', physicians offices in the 1970s. Uh, and then in pharmacy school, we actually had classes on, on pharmacognosy, which is basically the study of herbal medicine. Uh, and uh, literally from leaving uh, pharmacy school, I started my journey where I started incorporating natural therapies 35 years ago uh, into my daily you know, professional practice. So I've been actually you know, doing what's called today integrative medicine or natural therapies for about 35 years. That's a long time to be doing that. I bet you really know your stuff. (laughs) Well, I think, you know, I hope. (laughs) Yeah, well, you know, somebody said to me one time, just because old man has long beard doesn't mean he knows Tai Chi, right? So sometimes you can be old and maybe you haven't gained wisdom, but I like to think I've had tremendous mentors along the way that have really given me uh, just a tremendous uh, scope and breadth of their experience. And it's helped me a lot uh, in shaping how I I work with patients and and teach healthcare providers all over the world. So it's it's been a great journey so far. You're not that old. (laughs) (laughs) You're just not. (laughs) Yeah. 
I know. I feel that way. I still feel good, but you know, fifty-seven is fifty-seven. It ain't thirty-seven. <laughs> yeah, but but we live so much longer if we take good care of ourselves, though. Absolutely, absolutely. I'd be very curious to know what your daily routine is. <laughs> well, you know, it's interesting. I, I you know, I. Uh, I have uh, I get a, I do a, a drink like a smoothie most mornings. Um, you know, mainly protein and fiber, and maybe some kind of nut milk of some kind, and maybe I'll throw some green powder in there. Uh, but that's usually most mornings. Uh, sometimes I fast between the hours of you know 7 p.m. and and uh, 8 a.m. So I'll do that pretty frequently. Um, and then uh, it's about moderate exercise these days. I used to be a national competitor on bodybuilding and powerlifting but when I was young but now I try to just really you know 45 minutes do some stretching do a little aerobic you know hit the weights a little um, and then you know take time for mindfulness I mean those are really key things be mindful you know try to be a service and and uh, take care of your body that's a daily routine for me it's not uh, I, I like to think mm-hmm. it's pretty pretty simple well you're very well disciplined too you know, that, that takes a lot yeah. of discipline. It yeah. really does. It's true. Yeah, it's true. Where do you um, where do you practice mostly? Well, now I was in California. So I'm in Mission Viejo, California. I have a I have a practice there. I had a very big clinic in Cincinnati. We had the largest clinic doing integrative medicine in the country for a while for a long time. Uh, and then I kind of retired from doing that, I thought. And then when I moved to California, I figured out I, I really like working with people. So I, you know, opened up a small clinic. And then now uh, we're actually going to be building a uh, longevity and rejuvenation center along with that personalized pharmacy at the Hall of Fame Village with the NFL, uh, which is a big, you know, billion-dollar healthcare complex. But we're really going to start to highlight and showcase the power of natural therapy not just for, you know, ex-football players, but for the community at large. So we're going to have a really big venue again uh, starting this next year. Oh, that's really exciting. Yeah, it is. It's pretty neat. We were very fortunate to be picked, you know, to be selected to be the the provider. And that's going to be in Cincinnati, did you say? That is going to be in Canton, Ohio, at the Football Hall of Fame. They're building a, a treatment oh. center, a retirement community, a amusement park, a 50,000-square-foot performance center, a surgical center, five-star hotel, really interesting uh, concept that they're doing. Uh, and it's interesting for us because we're going to, get to do a lot of neat research. You know, one of my areas of passion is cognitive uh, capacity, and really working to restore neuronal function for people, you know, whether, you know, for whatever kind of traumatic brain injury they've had, whether it's, you know, concussive or a stroke. And but, so uh, it's going to be great. It's going to be really fun to, you know, kind of get it, get it, get in the, the mix of things on a, on a big venue and a, and a big spotlight. It's going to be great. Uh, I'm really excited for you. Well, thank you. It's time to buy real estate there. <laughs> There you go. I, you know what? I think that's happening right now. I think that's a good call. Uh, it's going to be a big deal. So I think it's the second. I think it's the second largest like healthcare um, project that's being built in the country right now. It's that big mm-hmm. of a deal, right? So it's kind of mm-hmm. really neat. 
No, so Huge. I'm, I'm pretty, 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 yeah, pretty stoked about it. And, you know, <laughs> let's, let's get some people well. That's the best thing is that. Uh, I, I know. What, what I, you know, it's create the story. Well, let's get into our subject, which is, um, you know, the cold and flu season. It's soon approaching. If it actually is probably already here. Right, <laughs> it is. I know a lot of people. I'm in California as well, so I know a lot of people that have been sick in the past month or so. What do you want to tell us about your remedies? Well, I think, you know, when you think about cold and flu season, I think there's a lot of things you got to consider. I mean, there's some baseline things that you should make sure you're doing. Um, obviously, there's there's the lifestyle pieces of, you know, I mean, it sounds weird, get enough sleep. But, you know, when you go down and only get five or six hours sleep, you can be as much as five to nine times as likely to get a cold or flu during cold and flu season. I mean, that's pretty amazing. And when you think about it, a lot of people really, they don't get seven to nine hours of restful sleep. Either they choose not to or because they're really stressed out, they, they don't get a good night's sleep. Now, it's interesting because, you know, stress in and of itself, you know, the holiday season's at, at hand, and stress can cause your immune system to really get off track and make you more prone. So things like sleep and stress and adequate hydration, really important for cold and flu season. I think some of the other things that you got to keep in mind is, you know, you know, what are you eating? Um, we know that when you take a high intake of sugar, your immune system drops. So, and everybody during the holiday season, more cookies, more cake. And now we've got, you know, a lot of people, oh, I'm not doing that. I'm doing juices. Well, yeah, a lot of juices that people are drinking are loaded with sugar as well because they don't read the label. And so even sometimes you think you're doing healthy things. But if you don't look closely enough at it, you, you, you may not be doing what you think you, you, you should be. And mm-hmm. uh, so I think those are lifestyle things that are key. And then after that, you've got to get your vitamin D levels up, right? I mean, we think because we're in California that people don't need vitamin D. I test vitamin D all the time on people. Hardly anybody ever has enough in them. And vitamin D is like your best, you know, basic defense, you know, in, in terms of where you should be, like basic nutrients for your body. And then the other one, of course, vitamin C. You gotta gotta take some vitamin C every day. And then after that, then it starts to get kind of interesting as what other things you could do to arm yourself during cold and flu season so that you can really, you know, stand a fighting chance, right? Because that's what you're trying to do is not get taken mm-hmm. out of the, the game, right? Because I mean, mm-hmm. people they get sick and all of a sudden they're down for two or three weeks. Yeah, yeah, it's it's pretty bad. I know um, I'm a vitamin D. Isn't the high range like 60, and most people are probably in the 20s? What do you see? Yeah, you know, like, if, yeah, but I mean, what I usually see for most people, the range is between, it depends what lab you get, but the range is somewhere between 20 and 80 or 30 and 100, depending on which lab you go and get it drawn from. And you really should, you, you said it right on the, nailed it. it. You should be around 60 for ideal immune defense like if you're a normal person walking around if you've got a blood level of 60 that's where the break is you know actually at 55 is where the studies show you get the best benefit for vitamin d getting over 55 and most people that i see are in the teens the 20s or the 30s i hardly ever have anybody come in that has got a 60 vitamin d almost, i know almost never almost never it's tr- I think it's because it's pretty tough to um, to get there on it, 
even if you're outside in the sun every day, um, and even if sometimes I, if you're only taking 5,000 IUs a day, it's still kind of hard to get there. I think it is. I think getting the sun, just forget about that being how you're going to get your D, because I've had people bronzed, like brown, you know, from oh, the sun, oh. and their D still was not up over 35. And and in terms of getting vitamin D to absorb, you know, it's very interesting. Vitamin D, um, how it works, you know, being a pharmacologist, I kind of dig, you know, receptors, right? Like how, how, the, yes. how your hormones work. Well, you have yeah. a receptor that has to open up and catch it. Well, a vitamin D, it actually is called a retinoic acid receptor. And what that is, is basically a vitamin A-driven receptor. And nope, and not only are people not getting enough vitamin D, getting vitamin A at all, because nobody's eating liver and nobody's taking cod liver oil and nobody's really taking vitamin A nowadays because we had a little scare a few years ago, which ended up being false, uh, about it, oh, potentially causing birth defects and autoimmunity. That, all that study stuff kind of came out, you know, not to be so accurate. And so then, um, so everybody doesn't get vitamin A. And if you don't have enough vitamin A, you can take a fair amount of vitamin D and not get it to absorb. And, you know, vitamin uh-huh. A and D used to be together all the time. Back when I started out, you know, back when I started 35 years ago, when you, you know, were writing on a stone slab, <laughs> uh, right? Uh, when I started out, you could get A and D together all the time. Now you can't find it anywhere. So I think it's a real basic important thing that people don't get. when they're, They'll say, oh, my gosh, I'm taking 10,000 units a day, and I'm still not getting my number up. If you don't have enough vitamin A, your vitamin D oh will not gosh. absorb appropriately because it's I'm a gonna, vitamin A receptor. That is such valuable information. I'm going to have to pass that along to my, to my um, doctor who has this L Gigantic clinic, and they test all the time on vitamin D, but they never have ever talked about A helping for it to absorb. Right. Well, you know, it's that, it's that thing of any other thing, because we write so many databases, you know, my staff and I, I mean, my crew, we've written four databases for natural medicines. I mean, we have to look at all this research all the time. So it kind of keeps us up on top of that kind of stuff where sometimes, you know, when you're busy in practice and that's all you're doing, and, you know, we have to educate a couple thousand doctors a year. So we got to stay on top of all that stuff. Sometimes it's harder to stay on top. When, like when I had my huge practice in Ohio and that's all I was doing, I mean, at the end of the day, man, I wanted to just get home. <laughs> you know, I, I was tired. So it's a little different yeah. when you're – so, you know, I'm sure they'll uh, – when, when you're reminded of the vitamin A story, they'll go, oh, crap, that's right. They'll, they'll go, holy crap, I'm trying to remember that now. Well, it's that was such fabulous information. I mean, I just recently started taking vitamin A, um, and I I also have to get my vitamin D levels up. So I need to now there you go. be very religious about taking them both at the same time. Well, A is really important because it really helps, like, your mucosal cells. So, like, the, the mucosal cells, vitamin A protect the integrity. And now, so your mucosal cells... Um, are lining the you know your 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 nostrils, your nasal passages, your sinuses, your intestine, and so vitamin A plays a pretty big role along with D in terms of immune integrity when you're dealing with cold and flu season. So taking a little mm-hmm. bit of vitamin A is just a good thing to do. Mhm. Mhm. Wow. 
I also uh, recently learned that if you take thyroid, you need to be taking vitamin A with it. That definitely helps thyroid receptors because that also has a mm-hmm. retinoic acid component to it. It helps the thyroid receptor yeah. work. Well, well I, exactly learned, right. I learned from another guest on my show that thyroid depletes your system of vitamin A. So that's, you know, if you're taking, if you're taking it. And so you have to put it back in. Yeah. Yeah, I haven't seen that one, and we, we've written the databases on that. That's interesting. Yeah. We have to look that yeah. one up because, I, yeah, because look, we, look we've published the databases on drug nutrient depletion. So, you know, when you're on statins and it depletes CoQ10 and vitamin D and selenium exactly. and carnitine and, you know, yes. all that stuff. Yeah, we've, we've developed all those databases. So uh, that's interesting. We have to see if there's a new study that came out so we can get it in the database. That's great. Okay, good. Good, good, good. Nice. Good. I learned something. That's great. There's already a fantastic host. I'm learning something from you. This is good. <laughs> oh, I do so many shows, and I talk to so many, so many doctors and nutritionists and scientists and all. You know, I just love it because I learn, 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 learn. What's your take right. on glycolic gycol- um, aged garlic extract? Well, I mean, glycolic is. Uh, amazing. I mean, there's over 750 publications on it. I mean, what's interesting is the publications were dominated by the cardiovascular benefits. But what that meant was, well, how is it affecting inflammation in your body? So, kyolic H. garlic extract has these benefits, makes your blood vessels more more pliable. It it uh, reverses vulnerable plaque in your arteries. This is human studies at UCLA, you know, you know, cardiology, right? I mean, this is some really neat stuff. Um, reduces oxidized LDL, does a whole bunch of neat stuff on the cardiovascular front. But interestingly, cold and flu season, when you, you start kyolic, say you start kyolic now, the, the, the severity, the frequency, and the duration of a cold went dramatically down. They did this in college students. So they put college students on kyolic. And then they got them through that typical winter slog, right? You know, they're studying. It's the tough time of the year. They, they put them through that, and they had them on their kyolic and dramatically reduced incidence of cold and flu. And when they got the cold and flu, it was less severe and didn't last as long. And so I like kyolic. And, and the biggest, one of the biggest reasons I like kyolic is they, is they really put a lot of money into research. So you know, there's not a lot of companies with natural products where they're studying hypertension and they're studying um, endothelial dysfunction and, and, and how the endothelium is normalizing by, you know, CT slices of your, of your vessels, you know. I mean, they're really doing the work to prove that, they're, that this natural compound has this potency. And when you swallow it, it's really interesting during cold and flu season that aged garlic gets into the intestine and it stimulates something called gamma delta cells. They're lymphocytes, they're immune cells that regulated during cold and flu season. And that means you're going to, you're going to scavenge or you're going to attack viruses and bacteria more efficiently when your gamma delta cells of your immune system in your gut are upregulated and more ready to be mobilized during cold and flu season. So I love kyolic aged garlic because it, it has all these cardiovascular benefits, got anti-inflammatory benefits. It helps release a, a compound called adiponectin, which makes your insulin receptors work better, which is very cool. 
reset your nervous system in terms of uh, how your cardiovascular network works for blood pressure. And then it's got this killer immune benefit. So when you're taking it during cold and flu season, you get, you're getting the benefit of it. So I, that, that's my take on, on Kyolic aged garlic. Love that oh. ingredient. Well, Have you ever taken it? Um, you know, I did a really, really long time ago. But I guess I better go get some. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, I'll tell you, it's, it's, it, there's probably isn't. I mean, look, I, I review a lot of data. I got I to gotta be in front of a lot of docs. So, I mean, there probably isn't a natural compound that has more evidence in humans published than there is on Kyolic H. Garlic. That's mm-hmm. how much data is on it. That's pretty, pretty compelling. Yeah, that that really is. And isn't it true that our immune system stems from our intestinal tract? Well, 70% of your immune system is in your GI tract, right? So, mm-hmm. you know, you've got a lot of your immunity is in your GI tract. And then a lot of it gets orchestrated from your brain. And, you know, your GI tract, you know, your gut's kind of thought of as your second brain now, right? I mean, that's kind of what everybody's talking mm-hmm. about. So you've got the, the immune system signaling going on in your brain, and then the majority of your immune system signaling going on in your gut. That's crazy, isn't it? Nobody would ever think. Ever, I mean, the brain is one thing, but, but your gut, who would ever really think that that's where it all, it all stems from? Yeah, it's amazing, Have, right? I mean, you know, the, when you think about it, you just don't think about the gut-brain connection and how it all orchestrates your immune system. No, and if, you're, if, just, you're, if your don't. gut's really off, it's throwing inflammatory compounds off in your brain. Whoa. Does the um, garlic extract interfere with probiotics at all? Interesting. No, it doesn't at all. I mean, actually, you know, the funny thing about aged garlic is it kills H. pylori. It kills off yeast, but it doesn't offend friendly flora. In fact, it probably helps with diversity of the friendly flora. So I I think that, you know, that's just a great compound to take. And speaking, since you mentioned probiotics, Mm -hmm. uh, you got to take, you got to take probiotics during cold flu season. I mean, there's great evidence. And once again, from the makers of Kyolic, Wakanaga, their Kyodophilus, they actually studied their probiotic, which is a human strain probiotic, and it reduced the severity of, of uh, cold and flu and incidence of cold and flu by like 60-plus percent. So mm. you start combining these strategies of human strain flora that has proven, you know, um, effects when you t- when you take it because you know you got to know does it have a doubling rate does it feed in your intestine does it change mm-hmm. and create l positive lactic acid in your gut to adjust the ph of the gut so it becomes healthy for friendly flora and not good for unfriendly flora is it doing all that stuff or is you just taking a probiotic right i mean because mm-hmm. there's, there's a bunch on the market that sometimes they don't do it so so i think when you start thinking about a strategy you want to get your base nutrients down. So things like vitamin D, C, I think are really important. You know, you'll use up about five to six times the amount of vitamin C in your body when you, you're fighting off a cold because your lymphocytes have to use it up. So you literally, your immune cells just take all that vitamin C and use it to be able to really generate a fight against your body. That's why they say 
is vitamin C the cure for the common cold? It isn't a cure. It's, it's what helps you fight it. That's, so that's why when people take it, they feel better. But, you know, mm. it isn't like you're, I don't think we're ever going to find something that's going to prevent people getting a cold bug. You know what I mean? True. People get under stress. People don't eat right. People don't eat enough mm-hmm. sleep. People have the best mm-hmm. intentions of doing all the right things. But like you said, if you're not a disciplined sort, it, it gets a little bit. You know, sometimes it's just a matter of, hey, I'm working two jobs. I can't help it. You know, yeah. you know sometimes yeah. people are just working really hard. and Maybe they're having some tough times in their relationships in their life or family events. And all that stuff culminates. And all of a sudden, that bug hits. And, and uh, you know, I mean. I saw people last year. It's interesting. In California, which, you know, I moved from Ohio six years ago to California, which is great. We we'll love the weather. People are happier, I think, because all the sunshine. So I kind of dig that. But the, but the point is, people last year had that cold bug and flu bug where they for a month or a month and a half. I know. I so, know. I knew so many right? people that had it. Right. And, and, you, and you would think, oh, that's something that happens in the middle of the Midwest or, you know, where the weather's horrible and, you know, that no. kind of stuff. Man, did people get hit hard in California last year, right? I mean, it was amazing. Very I can't tell so. you how much ivy extract I recommended to people. I, I, I recommend a lot of English ivy for cough because, you know, English ivy's got great mucolytic properties. You know, you, it cuts mucus. It reduces the urgency of cough. Um, it's, it, it acts to help break fever. And, and so that's one of the really, probably my go-to cough, uh, herb is ivy extract. How about that one? Have you had anybody tell you that one before? No, never heard of that. English ivy. Yeah. You can get ivy extract at the health food store. So if you you go into a mother's or sprouts or a whole foods or Actually, even even um, I was in a CVS uh, pharmacy the other day, and English ivy extract has hit the cough section of the pharmacy shelf in the U.S. It's been a it's been a huge um, herb in Europe in pharmacies for the last 25 years, and it finally is getting recognition here, and it is so effective. If I give people English ivy syrup and then add some like uh, sambucol. You no, know, you could use like an elderberry extract. Man, those are really good once you get the bug. But what you really want to do is get on probiotics like Chiodophilus, get on Chiodophilus, get on your D, C, and A. Use that as your prevention, mate. You know, so you got a really strong fight so that you can resist those bugs. Uh, that's what I think is, you know, most impressive is when you can do that. Um. What probiotic were you um, recommending, Kyo? Uh, there's a, there's a, there, I mean, there's different probiotics that I think are really good, but Chiodophilus. So Chiodophilus, you know, from the same company that makes Chiolic, is very interesting. They, you know, a Japanese, you know, natural pharmaceutical company that puts a lot of emphasis on, you know, proving their product mm-hmm. in human research. So they have a, they have a probiotic called Chiodophilus, room temperature, guaranteed stable till date of expiration, which I think is something a lot of people don't realize is that a lot of times probiotics are guaranteed at the date of manufacturing. And so if it's sitting on the shelf, it may not have the, 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 the potency that it had when it was made. And so, so with 
what I like about the Chiodopolis is one, and it's not refrigerated, so it's heat stable. And there's some new evidence that shows that when you get, you know, you use refrigerated probiotics, when you take them out of the fridge and you open up the, 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 the canister, the mm-hmm. warm air, the ambient warm air from your room kind of gets into the, the cold jar, and it actually affects the viability of the organism. So we always oh used to like I used to be a real I used to be a probiotic snob, right? I was like only refrigerated <laughs> strains, you know. If you could be a probiotic snob, I was a probiotic snob, okay? And, uh, and so you know, and then I started looking at all the research, and I'm going, holy crap! Here I go again. I'm sure glad I don't mind learning <laughs> and, 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 and have to re-educate people because I'm like, oh, okay, uh, let's try some of these heat stable ones then. And I still have some refrigerated ones that I use that I really like, but I have to be honest, my head, like when I have somebody come in to me with pancolitis or ulcerative colitis, my uh, heaviest hitting probiotics I use now are non-refrigerated probiotics. And that's why I like Kyodophilus. It's a non-refrigerated, heat-stable, guaranteed to self, you know, till, till expiration date potency probiotic. That's good to know. Neat, right? Really good to know. Yeah, it is, Very, right? very neat. Yeah. It really is. There's so many products out on the market, and you can just go crazy trying different right. ones, you know. And with a probiotic, exactly. you don't always know if it's if it's working or not, you know. Yeah, if you don't have GI distress and you're not testing, like doing a comprehensive digestive stool analysis to find out if your mix is right, you know, or you're digesting, you really don't know. I mean, if you got a bunch of gas and bloating and tummy discomfort and you're constipated or have IBS, it's kind of easy to tell then, right? It's like, oh, hey, I right. feel better. A lot of times, that's not the case. Hmm. Interesting. What's your take? Yeah. Um, what's your take on the flu shot? You know, there's, there's so much controversy out there about it, and um, you know, on every corner they're pushing the flu shot. Um, what do you recommend? Don't take it unless if you're compromised, like if you've had a history of cancer or you're elderly and the flu shot has been proven to be effective as a, uh, the, the strain is effective. The biggest problem with the flu shot, I got to tell you, I mean, because they've kind of cleaned up the aluminum acetate in the flu shots now, so they're not as toxic as they used to be, you know, because that was one of the big issues. Yeah, and mercury but the too. Issue, yeah, and the mercury, right. Yeah, but what would happen is, is the mercury and the aluminum acetate would combine, and that would be very neurotoxic. But mm-hmm. but the, the the problem is is the strain effective, and if you looked, I did a lot of national like flu broadcasts for about ten years talking about flu season, and you would look at the CDC and they would tell you, hey, it's a good match this year or not. So the first thing you got to do is find out is the flu season is is it a good match? If if you've got a flu shot that's not effective, why are you taking it anyway? Um, but then if you're compromised, then you can think about it. Uh, and go, well, my doctor says because I got cancer, I got an autoimmune disorder, flu's really a big worry, it could take me out. That's something that's realistic that you may want to consider it. Uh, mm-hmm. But I'm not a big flu shot advocate. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. No, I, I understand. How about the pneumonia one? Yeah, Pneumovec, man. I don't know. The side effects on that one are pretty hairy. I mean, I, I, I think that the, the, the side effect profile on that is just starting to kind of come out. So I think the, the, the pneumococcal vaccine, if you're over the age of 75, it may make sense. 
but I'd be very careful otherwise. Yeah, I I have a couple of friends, and um, they're both like seventy three, seventy four, and they I guess they they give it in in two injections. So they had the first injection, and they were so sick for four months, sick as sick could be. They were on multiple different antibiotics. It was just a nightmare. And they recently called and said, well, should we go get the second one? (laughs) I I said, I'm not a doctor. I can't tell you what to do or not to do, you know. (laughs) Well, that's the biggest problem that I have with, with the shot is that sometimes people get really sick from it you know it, it, it and you don't know who's going to be that person i mean i had somebody come in the other day that it was like they, they got the flu shot and they literally had the worst flu of everybody in the whole house that that, <laughs> that was the amazing thing Mhm, mhm. yeah it's 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 a tough deal you know everybody has to make their own decision on it you know with their with their physicians um but oh yep so let's talk about your book Cracking the, the Metabolic Code. What's that all about? So when I wrote the Metabolic Code, what I did was I um, I really was unhappy with the way people were explaining things. Yeah. No, nobody really explained your body as this organized symphony of metabolism that lead you towards your health. So the biggest thing when people would come in, and we had 300 people a week that we processed, um, I would always go through the same story over and over again. You know, it's like, here's how what happens to you under stress. You get under stress, your cortisol goes up. Your cortisol goes up, your blood sugar goes up. Your cortisol goes up and your blood sugar goes up. You get stressed out. You start to stress eat. You start gaining weight. And your thyroid goes down. It's that. So when I wrote the metabolic code, it was to try to really give people a, a sense of whole body metabolism. You know, what is going on in your body that leads you towards either being healthy or being sick? Because really, there's only one of two ways that are going on with people. They're either really healthy or they're kind of not healthy and eventually some kind of chronic disease is going to start to set in. So the, the biggest thing that, that I, I really was you know, passionate about when I wrote that book was getting that message across. And, you know, we're fortunate. We now have like a cloud-based software platform that we use that's at George Washington Medical School that uses our methodology for looking at whole body metabolism and shows people's immune systems or where, where their metabolism is broke. You know, is it, in, is it in your immune system? Is it in your digestive tract? Is it detox? Is it your adrenals, your thyroid, your pancreas, your sex hormones? Where are you the most at risk? Where should you work on your health so that you can start your journey back to being healthy? And that was the whole passion and emphasis on that book. It was a 660-page book, and we wrote that book three times before we thought we got it right. And we're getting ready to release the second edition, but people are still using it as a textbook because it's pretty forward thinking. You know I mean? And mm-hmm. I got consumers and healthcare practitioners alike saying, man, we still love the way you, you explain things in this book. So I've kind of held off, you know, releasing the next edition. And, uh, and we've just been so fortunate. We've got, you know, we've, we've uh, used that book's principles at, 
at Lifetime Fitness where we evaluated close to a quarter of a million people and put them on weight loss and health programs and changed their lives. So I think I'm, I'm so excited about the metabolic code, and it's kind of my opus. You know, it's, it's what I'm known for. It's uh, what I talk about all the time is understanding your metabolism, knowing what's good for you and what's going to affect your health and what isn't. All, you know, those are the key things. So that's the metabolic code. And uh, I love, love, love it. it. It's been my passion for the last 20 years. So walk me through what a physician would do to, to find out where you're at most risk. Well, it's pretty straightforward. You answer a questionnaire. So the questionnaire is about 170 questions. And what that questionnaire does is it details what systems in your body are broke. So if you are agitated and snapping at others, if you notice that you're craving carbohydrates, especially at night or salty foods or sweet foods, if you notice that you're getting exhausted from emotional duress, that would be an adrenal issue, right? So if you answer a mm-hmm. bunch of questions that relate to adrenal function, that's what the way it works is that the, com- the compute, the basically the cloud-based, you know, analytics will take the, all the questions you answer and if you're answering a bunch of questions for low thyroid or adrenal or blood sugar, hey, yeah, I, I have to go every, every two hours I have to eat or I crash, right? Okay. It's that kind of thing. So, you, so the doctor looks at those 170 questions. You get a lab test. So the lab test goes through a little you know, more labs than you know, what a, a doc will sure. traditionally do. Yeah, a CBC. And then, mm-hmm. well, yeah, right. You get, you know, you're, you're doing like a five different values for thyroid you know you're doing mm-hmm. a five point a five point cortisol uh so you're, you're checking cortisol during the course of the day and night to find out your dineural pattern of how you're releasing stress hormones so mm-hmm. it'll it'll it goes through in details your labs in a very thorough way including all your sex hormones and where they're at and age appropriateness and then it goes into biometrics. And the biometrics, yeah, heart rate, blood pressure, BMI, you know, what's your body weight and height, and then urinary and salivary pH. Because, you know, even though that's an old school kind of value that people measure is pH, there mm-hmm. were two studies that came out in the last year that showed that you could be on blood pressure medication, you could be on antihypertensive medication, you could be on antilipid medication, like hyperlipidemia medication. And, and, they would consider all those numbers get into optimal, all right? You use those drugs, everything goes optimal. If your urine pH is still acidic, your vascular damage still progresses. And the, that's kind of wild, right? So, yes. And, and, the re, and the reason for that is, is that when your pH is acidic, your rate of rusting goes up, right? You have, it, it's, you have accelerated rate of rusting or oxidative damage. And so – you know, that's so the doc then gets to see pH, what your, you know, the news that came out the other day, you know, half of Americans have high blood pressure, right? Because they lowered the systolic blood pressure to 130. I think they should have lowered it to 120. I mean, mm-hmm. if you have a 130 systolic blood pressure, you're under excessive stress. And so, you know, and, and so those are the key things that the doc will look at. They'll look at, you know, labs, subjective symptoms, and your biometrics. And then what it does is it groups it into five different buckets. 
So what we do is we explain that your body works in networks, kind of like in Chinese medicine, if you're familiar with the five element theory, right? Five element theory. Sure. Um, so in, but we did this in a Western way. So we have thyroid adrenal pancreas is one relationship. And we mm-hmm. call that the relationship of energy production in your body, right? So because if, mm-hmm. if your adrenals are right and your blood sugar is right and you've got enough thyroid hormone, you're going to have energy, you're going to feel vitality. And, and when that relate, those relationships are out of balance, you feel fatigued mm-hmm. and you gain weight, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. And, so, and you get Correct. more inflamed. And so, and then the next grouping is gut immune brain, which is about resiliency. You know, how resilient are you? How resilient are you during cold and flu season? Is your gut mm-hmm. healthy? Do you have symptoms of your gut being off? Where's your immune system at? Do you get sinus problems? Do you get damp, moldy days bother you? Do you get allergies? You know, all those kind of things. And then, and then the labs that would correspond to that would be things like a CBC. A lot of times people don't read it. You know, one of the books I wrote, uh, this last oh, two years ago or so, maybe three years now, was uh, Your Blood Never Lies. So a lot of people don't even know how to read a lab test for health. They know how to read a lab test for disease, but they don't understand that there are trends in those lab values that are telling you that something is on the rise, that you are coming up on a problem. So a CBC with a differential where you look at monocytes and eosinophils, if they're elevated, um, you know the immune system is being taxed. And so, mm-hmm. so what, what the metabolic code does for that doctor is it categorizes thyroid adrenal pancreas, gut immune brain, cardiopulmonary, neurovascular, liver, lymph, kidney, and sex hormones. And so, it, it, so what it does for the, for the practitioner is it, it creates a new language that they can talk to the patient about, right? So they can talk about here is why your energy is off. You see this triad? You see how your, your, your thyroid numbers and your adrenal numbers and your blood sugar is off? You can't make energy well, and people get that. Where, mm-hmm. where before, you know, people, you know, what happens with practitioners, they get all excited. They put down like 4,000 labs in front of you, and, and they start writing on the notes, and they give them to you when you walk out the door. And the reality is, and I don't care how smart of a natural therapy consumer you are, you forget 85% of what they've said. Yes. I mean, you can't remember it all. I mean, it's, it's, it's known that a patient will forget 85% of what a doctor says in the first mm-hmm. 10 minutes of their meeting. <laughs> and so for me, it's important to communicate so the, so the patient understands what they need to work on, what's broke, and what's going to get them well. I mean, mm-hmm. it, and it has to be simpler because – you know, what we call the functional medicine model where we're showing people a whole bunch of metabolic pathways and your kenurinic acid's elevated. People don't remember that stuff. They, they just know I'm tired, I'm fat, I got gas, I can't sleep, my joints hurt, I feel lethargic, my mood is flat, right? That's, <laughs> that's, what, people, that's what people understand. Just you know? that. And, just that. <laughs> well. That's a lot. Know? Well, but that's, that's the stuff that people struggle with. I mean, you know, know, 35 years of working with patients, and I just over and over hear this, you know, you know hundreds of times a month. <laughs> uh, yeah. Um, my question to you is, do you have to go to a specific clinic to have this all done? 
Well, just clinics that use the Metabolic Code platform. I mean, there, there's docs that are out there. You can go. People could go to metaboliccode.com and look at that. Um, I mean, I'll tell you what. We believe in you know, like uh, you know. So we also make recommendations for what products will fix each triad. So we actually mm-hmm. help the doctor pick what natural products work. I got to tell you, in terms of like immune and cardiopulmonary neurovascular health. Yeah, we, we, we use so we recommend so much Kyolic through doctor's offices and all we get back is people go, Man, I can't believe how good that stuff works. Yeah, it lowered their blood pressure, their their oxidized LDL went down, uh at, you know, they seemed healthier this winter. I can't believe it. And so that that's why from us it's it's really exciting for me because I'm interacting with hundreds of docs and we're and we're getting this feedback on the power of natural therapies and not only getting the feedback now that we built this cloud-based computer program analytics we can actually measure the effect and publish on it in what's oh called gosh. a black box model or a multivariant model right because everybody wants you to say oh take vitamin d does that get you better or not the reality is when people use natural therapies they change their diet Maybe they sure. start doing some breathing exercises. They, they take some nutrients, and maybe they're still on prescription medications. And maybe you're going to track how many prescription medications they go off of when they start to entail all of these changes into their lifestyle. And, mm-hmm. so, and, and so what we're able to do, and that's why we're partnered with George Washington University and their medical informatics department, is to really publish what happens when you actually start to change lifestyle towards I'm going to use nutrients, I'm going to change mm-hmm. my diet, I'm going to try and be responsible about my stress and get more sleep, and, uh, you know, just become more conscious and aware about your health. And, mm-hmm. but, but it's a multivariant, it's a multivariable or what's known as a multivariant model because it's more than, oh, I'm going to take Tibetan goji berries that were blessed by, you know, <laughs> virgins in the, in the full moon and fermented by a lemur. And that's the new magic, you know, mechanical oh, yeah. of the year, right? I mean, you, yeah. Yeah, we've got to stop. we got to stop thinking that way. we got to start thinking all these different uh, botanicals have value. One of the super ones is when they start to take pharmaceutical science. I know you, you know, like, like Kyolic, they, they, they aged it and changed the properties of it. So it doesn't, you don't stink when you take it, which I think is really interesting. You get rid of the volatile compounds. But in that aging process, it creates all these new chemical compounds that make it effective for cold and flu season. And mm-hmm. see, I think that's where it's cool, where the science of kind of modern medicine and modern uh, manufacturing meet traditional remedies, right, where you can enhance and augment that traditional remedy to make it almost be turbocharged, right? That's the way you look right. at garlic. You think everybody goes, oh, garlic's good. But when you age it, Wow. Huh. Pretty interesting stuff. Really interesting stuff. <laughs> Good. <laughs> have you? Um, I'm curious. Have you heard of the um, Genova Diagnostics? Um, in Nutribal or what? Yes. Yes. Or Nutribal? Sure. Uh huh. Uh-huh. Yeah. What do you What I mean, do you think of that test? Why, why I don't? Well, I don't. I don't use it because it's not paid for by insurance most of the time. And uh-huh. it, and, and I, I, a lot of the values while nice um it doesn't give me what i need like i i need i want to i want to change numbers that are known aggregates of disease states so things like homocysteine 
and oxidized LDL and, you know, post-meal insulin, I, I need to target those big, hard-hitting numbers that I know lead to disease. And that's why I focus all the labs we do on that. But we have docs that use NutraVal, and it's great. Yeah, use it if you like it and you find value and you get people well using it. Terrific. You know, do that yeah. test. I don't use Genova NutraVal, so... Yeah, I was just curious. It does have a metabolic yeah. analysis marker component to it, so. Um, yeah, yeah, they're metabolic but, intermediates more, right? Exactly. Yeah, it sounds like your 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 whole thing is a lot more comprehensive. Tries to be more comprehensive and tries to be more simple quantitative. to explain. Yeah, well, it's more it's simple to explain. Quantitative because you know, you're able to a... track. You're able to track what's yeah. going on with people. Exactly. So, and, and, you know, we, um, still, we do food allergy tests. We do, you know, we do all kinds of screens on people. Mm-hmm. Look for toxic metals and persistent organic pollutants and chronic infection. Detox. I mean, there's all, yeah. yeah, there's all kinds of things that you can do. But, mm-hmm. you know, but you got to get a baseline marker of what people need that's to do. Right. And that's, mm-hmm. that's why we, that's why I wrote the metabolic code. And that's why I spent the last six years writing a cloud-based informatics program and, I'm not particularly gifted when it comes to computers, so I got to tell you, you know, <laughs> well, yeah, a lot of work, a lot of work. So, um, why don't you tell our listeners where they um, go to find a practitioner? I mean, you do it at your clinic, don't you? I do, I do, and I'm in okay. Foothill Ranch, California. Mm-hmm. Uh, and uh, if they wanted to reach out, and it's interesting, I only do stuff if people hear me, they can find me. So they can go to com, and they can get a hold of my clinic. But I stay fairly busy, so I don't bother with, like, clinic websites and phone numbers because I'm, I'm, you know, I, I get I I'm pretty busy. So people can go to com and they can get to it. Uh, if they are looking for uh, practitioners of Metabolic Code, they can go to MetabolicCode.com. Um, and, uh, and that's growing. I mean, we got a couple hundred docs using it and, uh, there's some docs in California using it now in Southern California. So, yeah, you know, uh, the, so it's, it's probably not, it's probably not covered by insurance, right? Uh, well, I mean, your lab tests are covered if your lab tests get covered, right? So as long as your lab uh-huh. tests get covered, okay. then your visit with your doc is whatever your doc charges to do it. I mean, it's, mm-hmm. it's up, it's up to your doctor. Okay. Okay, gotcha. So people come into me, and when they see me, I run that report, and it's just a part of my visit with them. You know, so there's no added cost. I have to I have to draw labs on you one way or the other when you come into the office, right? We're going to draw labs on you. So yeah, it isn't like there's an added cost. Like you, you know, you have to. Oh, you're going to get five hundred dollars to get this report, right? It's it's just mm-hmm. whatever it costs you to get the labs, and then some doctors may charge for the report and the interpretation because they're sitting down and they're taking maybe 30 minutes or 45 minutes to explain it to you. Others may not, you know, that's kind of what the, however they use it as their tool. Okay. Well, that's, that's good to know. It's really good to know. Yeah. yeah. Well, you have been absolutely delightful having on our show. I, I have learned so oh, much. My head you. is spinning. And, ah. um, <laughs> yeah. <Good. laughs> So, um, I think there's a remedy again, for that. What is that? Uh, for, for your head spinning. <laughs> I bet you do. <laughs> <laughs> I bet you yeah. do. Yeah. So what is your um, 
why don't you give listeners that are here in California your um, your clinic's phone number, and then tell us one more time your website and then your books. Sure. Oh, sure. They can go. the The clinic phone number is nine four nine two five nine two seven nine zero. My website is simple. It's Jim Laval L A V A L L E dot com. Uh, make it read up on the, kind of what I'm doing in the industry. Uh, and it's got like link to the, to the uh, clinic. Uh, and then um, my books, I've written 20 books, probably the two that everybody really likes a bunch. So I wrote a book called the nutritional cost of drugs, um, smart medicine for healthier living. That was a big one. Um, that I wrote with Janet Zand. Uh, and, and then of course, cracking the metabolic code and um, that your blood never lies Two really, you know, I, I mean, everybody really says they love that. And, I know your blood never lies was five star on Amazon. So um, it seems like it really has gotten great reviews uh, over the past few years. Wonderful. Well, thank you so thank much. You. Thank you. Thank you very, very much. Me. You've been great. I really appreciate Take it. Take care. Thank you. Take care. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. All right, listeners, that wraps up our show for today. Please join us again next Wednesday. We'll have another great show for you. Until then, be well. Bye-bye. We celebrate our listeners worldwide and invite you to contact Denise at www.healthmedianow.com with any questions you may have. And follow her on Twitter at Health Media Now and Facebook at Health Media Now. For those interested in an advertising campaign on her show, contact Lisa at knowledgeworkspub.com. Be sure to visit gotcancernowwhat.com for information on Denise Messenger's award-winning book, Got Cancer? Now What? The entire contents of this radio show are based upon the opinions of Denise Messenger and her guest. It's not intended to replace a one-on-one relationship with a qualified healthcare professional, and it's not intended as medical advice. We're sharing knowledge and information, and we encourage you to make your own healthcare decisions based upon your research and in partnership with a qualified healthcare professional of your choice. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration.